0: لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين أجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات البه وأكرمني بنور الفهم Alhamdulillah, we are once again able to start our study in the Hosea, a new semester, and inshallah with very fresh mind and inshallah heart, and in particular We are very blessed that, inshallah, we are going to talk about the Quran. So, uh, we ask Allah subhanahu wa taala for His guidance and support throughout the semester, inshallah, throughout the year, actually. And what we are going to do is, we are going to have a series of lectures on understanding the Quran. Although the title is uh, Quranic Sciences, and we are going to cover many aspects of the Quranic Sciences that the time would permit, but my main concern is not to have a, a standard or classic course on Quranic Sciences. My main concern is to know Quran more in order to develop more love for the Quran and more connection with the Quran some of the things that are discussed in ulumul Quran some of them are sometimes just some discussions that they are good maybe they are useful but not necessarily making you better appreciate the Quran even sometimes actually they make you more uh, you know kind of puzzled or confused sometimes and some of the things are good for the people who are in that field what we want to inshallah do is to develop ourselves with better understanding of the Quran so that we can better appreciate the Quran and we can better inshallah understand the Quran better implement the Quran so some of our discussions may overlap with Ulum al-Qur'an books some of them may not for today what we want to do is we want to study some hadith about the significance of the Quran. In our hadith, we have many, many teachings of Ahlulbayt alayhimussalam about the Quran. What I am going to share with you is few hadith I have selected from Al Kafi by the late Sheikh. Kitabu Fadl al Quran. There is a section on the merits of the Quran and that section has different chapters. These hadiths that I'm going to share with you, all of them are from this section. And I will give you the number. For Kafi sometimes the Page numbers, the volumes are different, but if you know the section, and you know the number of hadith, or the subtitle, then you can easily find it, no matter uh, which pages. You know that for uh, very important books, classic books, uh, we don't give references with page number. So for example, for the Quran, if someone wants to give reference for ayah, shouldn't say, you know, page so and so yeah she said chapter 1 so and on so and verse on so for bible you don't say page so. so for uh coffee also if you give volume and page they should know which edition anyway it's kitab of fadl the first hadith is a hadith from imam baqir alayhi salam part of the content part of the idea which is mentioned in this hadith is mentioned in another hadith in a very brief way and inshallah we are going to <coughs> study that hadith as well. The first hadith is an Abu Ja'far alayhi salam Imam Baqir alayhi salam told a person who was called Sa'ad, Ya Sa'ad, would quran O oh Sa'ad, learn the Qur'an. فَإِنَّ الْقُرْآنِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ فِي أَحْسَنِ صورة In order to encourage him to learn the Qur'an and better appreciate the Qur'an, Imam Baqir explained for him what would be the situation of the Qur'an on the Day of Judgment. Okay? Imam said... On the day of judgment, the Qur'an will come in the most beautiful condition that people have seen. In the most beautiful face, in the most beautiful uh, form that people have ever seen. So, you cannot compare it to any beautiful person. You cannot compare it to Yusuf, for example. Okay, no one has seen that beautiful face. <laughs> because it's Day of Judgment. So all the people are there, yeah. All human beings from the beginning up to the end are there, and they will be assembled in different groups. 120 thousand groups 80 thousand are the nation of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam 80 alf saf ummat muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam wa 40 alf saf min al-umam and 40 thousand from other nations Salam. alaikum. Either this means the number of Muslims would be more, or it may mean that the number of Muslims are not more. The number of the groups that will be organized from Muslims would be more. Because we don't know. Maybe in each saf there is no equal number. So you shouldn't assume that necessarily there is equal number in each group, in each row. Anyway, Fayati Allah <laughs> Safil Muslimin سُورَةِ Rajulin. Quran, that beauty, most beautiful face, will come, Quran, and it comes to the uh, group, to the, uh, I don't know, to the uh, Assembly of Muslims. Fayusalim and says, Salam. Fayan Dhuruna Ilai. They look at the Quran. They say, La ilaha illallahu al Halimul Karim, in Naha the Rajul Minal Muslimin, Na Rifu binati was Sifati. They say, He is a Muslim. He has all the good things we know about Muslims. We see in him, the characteristics of Muslims but he is different from us. So the reason for the difference is but he must be a Muslim who has struggled more in being with the Quran, learning Quran, reciting the Quran, he has made more efforts. So, look at the logic. This logic is very important. On the day of judgment, when Muslims see there is a Muslim, they think he is a Muslim. Later we will see that it uh, was not a Muslim. But when they see a Muslim who is better than all, they say it must be because he has done more efforts in learning, teaching, reading Quran. You understand? So it means that this is why someone can be better in another person on the Day of Judgment. As you know the idea of iqra' We will explain later. So. فما, they say. So because of this person has done more ijtihad. here is literal sense. Means. Efforts, a struggle. Has done more ijtihad with respect to the Qur'an. This is why it has more beauty, more light than us. But the Qur'an would not stop with them. The Qur'an will continue and passes by them. Then the Qur'an would reach the martyrs. The martyrs look at the Qur'an, this beautiful face... Beautiful human being. They say he is one of the martyrs. We know the qualities of this person. But he is better than us. So when the martyrs see that he is better than them, they think that the martyrdom that he had was. More difficult. So they say. He must be a person who was killed. In a battle. On the sea. Because one of the most difficult type of. Being killed and martyred. Is when you are fighting in the sea. On the land at least you have some. Security. If someone is killed in the sea. Then it's more Difficult. So they say he must be a one who is killed, maybe in a boat or somewhere, you know, in the sea. So this is the reason why he has been given this, all this merit that we are not given. But Quran would not stop with the martyrs. Even when reaches the martyrs who are killed in the sea, They will be very surprised. So they see still is better than them. So he said maybe he's killed. In a battle, in an island, which was more difficult than our battle. So this is the way they try to explain why he is better than them. After that, the Qur'an reaches prophets. And the messengers. When they look at the Qur'an in the form of a human being, they see it has all the beautiful qualities of the prophets and messengers, but still it's special. But they will be very surprised. يَقُولُونَ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ الْحَلِيمُ الْكَرِيمُ إِنَّ هَذَا النَّبِي مُرْسَلٌ نَعْرِفُهُ بِسَمْتِي وَصِفَتِي غَيْرَ أَنَّهُ أُعْتِيَ فَضْلًا كَثِيرًا He looks like us, but he's better than us. فَيَجْتَمِعُونَ Then all the prophets, they get together and they ask one of them who knows better. Who is the one that they ask? رَسُولُ اللَّهُ فَيَعْتُونَ رَسُولَ اللَّهُ يَسْأَلُونَهُ وَيَقُولُونَ يَا مُحَمَّدُ مَنْ هَذَا Who is this? فيقول لهم لَهُمْ أَوَ مَا تَعْرِفُونَهُ Don't you know who is this? يَقُولُونَ مَا نَعْرِفُهُ هَذَا مِمَّنْ لَمْ يغضب اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ They say the only thing that we know is that this must be a Person, someone that Allah has never been displeased with him. Lam He has never been violating, disregarding Allah's will. Allah has never been displeased with it. Rasulullah, ala Rasulullah doesn't mention the details, just as he's the hujjatullah over his people. فَيُسَلِّمْ ثُمَّ يُجَاوِزْ حَتَّى يَعْتِ عَلَىٰ سَفِّ الْمَلَائِكَةِ فِي سُورَةِ malakin muqarrab. The Qur'an continues, passes by the prophets and messengers and reaches the angels who are very close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَتَنْظُرُ إِلَيْهِ الْمَلَائِكَةِ فَيَشْتَدُ تَعَجُّبُهُمْ they will also be very surprised and it will be difficult for them they are you know perplexed who is this our lord is high and is to be purified إِنَّ هَذَا الْعَابْدِ مِنَ الْمَلَائِكَ نَعْرِفُهُ بِسَمْتِي وَصِفَتِهِ غَيْرَ أَنَّهُ كَانَ أَقْرَبَ الْمَلَائِكَ إِلَى اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ مَقَامًا He looks to be an angel, but he must be the closest angel to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why he has been given light and beauty that much that we have not been given. ثُمَّ يُجَاوِز But the Qur'an will still continue its journey. Hata Yantahi ila Rabbil Iz Tabar Kevata, Rabbil Izate Tabar Kevata. The Quran will continue till reaches Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Fayahir Rutahdal Arsh. The Quran will bow down before the Arsh. Then Allah will call the Qur'an, Oh my Hujjah on the earth. My word which is true and which speaks, Inshallah later in coming sessions I will explain. Qur'an is not a silent book. Quran is a book which speaks. We might be deaf. But Quran is speaking. That's our problem. So, this is kalami which speaks. Because Quran is buying down. Allah says, raise your head. Ask me and you will be given. Whatever you ask, it will be granted. Washfa. To Do Shafa, intercede, and your Shafa will be accepted. Then Qur'an will raise his head. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks the Qur'an, How did you find my people, my servants? Which means, how did they treat you? How was their approach to you? The Quran says, "Ya Rabbi, minhum man alayya, walam shay'an." Some of your servants, the Quran is, you know, bearing witness. Says, some of your servants protected me. They were very careful about me. They didn't let anything about me being wasted or disregarded. So they were 100% careful about me. home man But some of your servants, they, like you know, wasted me, they underestimated my right or my position. وَكَذَّبَ They told lie about me or they denied me. عَلَى جَمِيعِ خَلْقِكَ While I was khujja for all the people, all your creation, but this was the response. This was the way people treated me. Some people respected me. Some people disrespected me. Fayakulullah Tabaraka Wata'ala, then Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala would say, Wa izzati wa jalali waartefa e makani by my dignity and glory and high position. La uthi banna alaykal yom Ahsanath sabab wa la oa banna Today I am going to reward According to the way they have treated you The best reward And I am going to punish Those who have not been respectful to you The most painful punishment So this hadith And we have a similar hadith I will mention later which is a brief summary of it, shows how much respect the Quran has. There is a beautiful hadith from I think it's from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi (laughs) wa (laughs) sallam. Which says حُرْمَةُ Qur'an عَلَى اللَّهِ. Alhamdulillah. Now I think most of you understand Arabic, yeah. حُرْمَةُ الْقُرْآنِ عَلَى اللَّهِ كَحُرْمَةِ الْوَالِدِ عَلَى الْوَلَدِ. The respect. That the Quran has with Allah. Means how much Allah respects the Quran. If you want to understand in human you know, sense. Okay. If you want to compare it. Of course Quran is not a human being. And Allah is not a human being. But if you human beings want to understand. You try to compare and liken everything to your own relations. So if you want to understand how much Allah respects the Quran. You can liken this to the respect that. A person has for his parent, like father. A good mu'min, not, you know, impolite children, a very polite, well educated, nice person. How much he respects his father or mother? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has such respect for the Quran. Again, Allah is not human being. Quran is not human being. But just for you to understand. Which means maximum respect. That you should... Even, you know, you should not go or walk in front of your father. Yeah? When you are, you know, walking, you should not go in front of your father or mother. Or, for example, if there is food. You should not, you know, take the food before your father starts. Okay? Everything, you have to be very respectful. So this is how much Allah respects the Qur'an. So, if you want to be pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you want to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the key is to love Qur'an, respect Qur'an, honor Qur'an, and prove this with your words and actions. Some people think kissing the Quran is enough, but kissing is not enough. Kissing is is not, you know, showing or demonstrating respect. Yes, maybe five percent. If you kiss the Quran but you don't act upon the Quran, what is the value of this? Yeah, sometimes I know I say, like for example, if we go to An alim, okay. We kiss his hand, but we don't take his advice. What is the value? You are thinking that you have done something great, you know. You have, but it's not important whether you kiss his hand. The main important, most important thing, whether you take his advice or not. If you go to a doctor. Kiss his hand Kiss the prescription Even kiss the medicine But you don't take the medicine What's the value? Alhamdulillah kissed his hand (laughs) If you kiss the Quran But you are not following the Quran This is not enough Your life Should kiss the Quran Not just your lips If your life has kissed the Quran that's important. Okay? So, this is a very shortcut, a very good you know, way of getting closer to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Become a lover of the Quran. Become respectful to the Quran. And inshallah, Allah will select you as one of his best servants. Hadith number three. That was hadith number one. Hadith number three. In Ketabu al Quran. Imam Sadiq alayhi salam said So that hadith was from whom? Um, Imam Bakr, this is Imam Sadiq. In al Aziz al Jabbar Anzala alaykum kitabah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is Aziz who has honor. And dignity. Absolute honor and dignity. And who is jabbar. Who, who has control over th- everything. And he has sovereignty. Has sent down to you. Inshallah we will discuss the meaning of inzal. What is the meaning of sending down the Quran. He has sent down to you. He has revealed to you kitabahu. His book. Either Allah or his book. Is Sadiq al-bar. It can be a description of the book. It can be a description of Allah. Is Sadiq means truthful. And Bar means good. khabarukum. In this book. There is information about you. man Information news about the people who were before you. Information about the people who come after you. Future generations. Information about the sky and the earth. وَلَوْ مَنْ يُخْبِرُكُمْ عَنْ ذلك لَتَعَجَّبْتُمْ If someone comes and informs you through the Qur'an about all these things, you will be surprised. You say, is this mentioned in the Qur'an? But it is there, you don't understand. If someone understands the language of the Qur'an, if someone is acquainted with the Qur'an, he can tell you all these things about you, previous generations, future generations, Whatever is in the sky and the earth. Everything is the Quran. You know, like something which is encoded and then has to be decoded. The next hadith is hadith number 11. Because time is short, I have just selected some of them. Hadith number 11 is the one which I said is like a brief version of Hadith number one. And Jabir and Abi Ja'far alayhi salam. Jabir narrates from Imam Baqir alayhi salam. Yaji al-Quran yawm al-qiyama fi ahsan manzoorun ilayhi. The Quran comes in the best uh, appearance, in the best you know, face. And it reaches Muslimin. They say he is one of them, but he passes by, they reaches prophets. They say he is one of them, but he passes by them. Then he reaches angels. They say he is one of us, but the Qur'an would continue. حَتَّى يَنْتَهِيَ رَبِّ <الْعِزَّة> Till the Qur'an comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the Qur'an says to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Rabb, فُلَانُ nubnu حَوَاجِرَهُ لَيْلَهُ فِي دَارِ الدُّنْيَا Quran says, O oh Allah, so and so, is a kind of witness, uh, testimony, report, so and so are the people that I made their throats very thirsty and made them unable to sleep. I kept them awake during the night. Means these are the people who Recited me, reflected on me, okay? And so and so n- no, I didn't keep them awake, I didn't make them thirsty. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Adikil jannah ala mana Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Okay, those people. Who have been respecting the Qur'an. They should go to heaven. But in different ranks. Mu'minin will be said. Iqra' warqa. Yaqulilil mu'min. Iqra' warqa. wa yarqa Read and rise. Read and rise. So everyone depending on how much he can read at that time, will rise. But now the question is, how much can you read at that time? It's not something in your hand. It's something which is already decided by your relation in dunya with Quran. Okay? In the Quran, if you were, sorry, in dunya, if you were a person Who was 100% following the Qur'an. So you can read the whole Qur'an. All the verses of the Qur'an. So you would reach the highest position. If you have been implementing following 99%, 98%, 90%, 10%, anyway. Depending on how much you have taken on board from the Qur'an. You would be able to read. Okay? Okay. So it's not something that you say, I will be doing my best you know, to read as much as possible there. Even if you are a hafiz of Qur'an in dunya, it doesn't mean that there you can read all the Qur'an. Okay? So this is important. Another hadith is hadith number 13. This hadith is from Imam Zainul Abedin a.s. So alhamdulillah today we have hadith from Imam Bagr and Imam Sadr, and it's from Imam Zainul al-Abidin. Hadith number 13. This is a famous hadith and I very much love this hadith. And I have mentioned also this hadith in self-knowledge. <laughs> if God forbids for any reason all people die. From the east to the west. Inshallah, this doesn't happen. But if it happens, God forbids. If all people die. <laughs> Imam Zainul Abid says, I will not feel lonely. But there is a condition. بعد أن يكون القرآن Ma'i. If Quran is with me, I will not feel lonely. Okay? Here, there are lots of discussions. This hadith needs lots of discussion. We don't have time. But I just make maybe one, two points. One, everyone should check himself or herself. And I should be the first person checking myself. What is giving us comfort in dunya? If you are a person that when is with the Qur'an, reading Qur'an, reflecting on the Qur'an, if you feel comfortable, for example, no one is at home, okay? It's a Sunday evening, no one at home, you know, normally you don't feel good maybe Sunday evening or, you know, Maybe Friday evening for Mu'mineen, because Friday evening is also is very sad. Imam Zaman has not come, so maybe that's why we are sad. Anyway, very sad moment. If we feel comfortable with reading Quran and that gives us sukun, that's a very good sign. But if you feel that you are lonely, And you have to either phone someone or switch on the TV or, you know, listen to music in order to get rid of that loneliness, then that's a problem. Unfortunately, many times, in order to feel comfortable, we look just for someone to make noise or someone to keep us busy. Someone to kill us, our time. Yeah? Quran may not look attractive. This is a problem. But Imam Zainul Abedin says if I have only Quran with me, I don't feel lonely. And this also means that even when people are around, your main source of comfort should be not people should be quran or good qualities of people for example if they are mu'min if they are you know alim if they have good qualities that's good but just you know there is a human being next to me this is not enough then the hadith says the narrator is zuhari 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 after mentioning this hadith from imam zainul abidin he says wa kana alayhi salam this is not saying of imam sajjad this is what he says about imam sajjad he says wa kana alayhi salam qara'a when imam zainul abidin was reciting surah hamd Maybe outside Salat. He was repeating Malik Yaumaddin. He was not able to pass by. He was repeating Hatta Kada and Yamut. It was as if he's going to die. Because he was seeing the day. Of judgment. So, he was not able to pass by this ayah. One reason we can read Quran very quickly because we don't understand the Quran. Yeah. You know, sometimes you know we read the Quran very quickly, one page, ten, two pages, ten pages, hundred pages. We read quickly. Why? Because we cannot understand. You know, if you take people to a museum, okay? For example, a museum of I don't know. Art, you know, okay? If you are not an artist, it takes you five minutes to finish the whole museum. (laughs) If you are an artist, every step takes one hour. Even, you know, maybe one piece you spend from morning till night. Because you are an artist, you understand what it is. You cannot, you know, go quickly. You know, some people go to museums, you know, half an hour they are tired, you know, they are bored. Some people go every day. So why we can read Qur'an so quickly? Because we don't understand. Otherwise, every verse of the Qur'an should keep you stuck. Okay? Hadith number 14 is again similar to Hadith number one so i don't repeat it so we have mentioned few hadiths about the significance of the quran in the first part inshallah we will have a short break and then inshallah we will continue our discussion alhamdulillah rabbil